Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We're talking living life tips. Today we're using the AOTA sheet called Occupational Therapy's Role in Addressing Childhood Obesity. OTs, occupational therapy practitioners, can play important roles in addressing childhood obesity in a variety of settings, including in schools and communities and at home. In each setting, intervention may focus on a number of areas including culturally appropriate healthy food preparation and meals, enjoyable physical and social activities, and strategies for decreasing weight bias, stigma, and bullying. Messages should focus on a health and health and a healthy lifestyle rather than weight loss services can help children identify personal character strengths for example creativity humor and thoughtfulness and build on them occupational therapists can play a critical role in working with school teachers nutritionists and other professionals to enhance healthy lifestyles in all children and youth Last year, we did a special segment called Let's Talk Healthy Eating. We did a few episodes on that, especially talking about ChooseMyPlate.org, the government initiative to try to get us to eat healthier, to be more aware of the fruits, vegetables, the starches, and the protein, and the dairy. Very important to know about that stuff, and feel free to please check that out. We have a couple episodes on that also. Before we continue, it's also worthwhile to check this out, a site dedicated to ending the increase in child obesity and helping all kids and their families lead healthy, active lives is www.clintonfoundation.org, as well as definitions, statistics, useful resources, and state obesity programming at www.cdc.gov obesity. Also, obesity prevention program at www.just.gov. Dash four dash kids dot org obesity prevention program at www.moveitloseitlivehealthy.com. Again, that's moveitloseitlivehealthy.com. And the Yale Rudd Center for Food Policy and Nutrition provides a toolkit for healthcare providers on preventing weight bias in clinical practice. That's at www.yalerudcenter.org slash resources slash bias underscore toolkit dash index dot html. And that's slash index dot html, excuse me. Institute of Medicine 2011 report on early childhood obesity program at www.iom.edu slash report slash 2011 slash early dash childhood dash obesity dash prevention dash policies dot ASPX. It's hard to remember these websites. We know we just wanted to mention it to you anyway. So levels of intervention. There's promotion, whole population approaches, fostering mental and physical health at the universal level. For example, a school-wide effort to promote healthy lunches and opportunities for physical activity. This reminds us of the different tiers in the Board of Ed and the school system where first we try to help everybody. Then we try to help a specific, a specific, specified or specific group that's at risk. And then we help the individual or the child on our case, so the one that's actually getting the services. So here we're starting with promotion, promotion and that's school-wide, whole population. Then we move to prevention. 
targeted culturally appropriate interventions focusing on at-risk groups such as children living in poverty or those with disabilities. For example, small group after-school clubs emphasizing nutritious food preparation and enjoyable physical activities. And then we move to intensive level of intervention. Interventions designed for those who are overweight or obese. For example, individualized programs to foster healthy habits and routines, including enjoyable activities and nutritious meals. And what can we do at home, school, and the community? So at home, we can work with families to promote health, meal choices, and healthy choices and routines consistent with their culture. We can encourage designated family dinner time, which is a very big thing nowadays with so many increases in technology, so many distractions out there, so many cell phones and the like. Put them away and have a good family dinner time. And of course, especially on the weekend, in our culture, we have the Sabbath. We sit down on a Friday night and the Shabbos morning, the Sabbath morning and the Sabbath afternoon, the Shabbos afternoon, 25 hours, tech-free, and all all those kind of things free, and it's really good. But besides for that, just to have family dinner time every day is really important. Promote family participation in enjoyable physical activities such as riding bikes or walking. Different things to get you going and moving. Even walking a little bit... <clears throat> Excuse me. Every day is very good, very important. They say you're supposed to get 150 minutes of activity every week. That really comes out to like 20 to 30 minutes a day, depending on what doctor tells you to want. 20 minutes or 150 minutes, that's part of the healthy eating, the healthy moving, the healthy lifestyle. Every day, get that 20 to 30 minutes of the physical activity, whether it be walking or riding or biking or the like. Develop graduated physical programming so that family members can participate. As a side note, there's a ways to reduce weight bias. For example, to increase awareness of personal attitudes regarding weight. And for second, to use sensitive language when referring to weight. And third, intervene to decrease weight bias teasing. Four, find role models to assist with confidence and self-esteem building. And five, emphasize overall health instead of thinness. Overall health instead of thinness. There's a major problem, negative aspect in culture where there's a crazy need to be thin, 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 which are not healthy dimensions, not healthy ways of looking at things, not a healthy outlook on life to begin with. So many diets, so many focusing on losing the weight. Rather, we need to be overall healthy. We have to have a healthy weight and a healthy figure and a healthy way of life instead of focusing on the negative. Refer to the sidebar regarding the Yale Rudd Center for Food Policy and Nutrition, which we mentioned also the website before. In school, we could promote anti-bullying programs that teach respect for differences, teach children to use respectful language such as phrases like above average weight rather than offensive words like chunky, obese, or fat. God forbid. Join or help develop wellness committees that promote health and positive lifestyle behaviors for children of all body sizes with the overall message being healthy at any weight. Work with school officials and administration to decrease availability of vending machines that offer foods containing high calories and sugars. If it's out there, the kids are going to get it. If you have a machine that's full of thousands of sugar choices and there's one broccoli choice, they're never going to take the broccoli, for example. You need to make the choices proper so that they know what to get. 
Create a gardening program in the school. Gardening is fantastic for many aspects. From an OT perspective, we love gardening programs, and it's so good. They see the vegetables, they see the fruits. It's farm-to-table concept, and it could be the whole spectrum. Help infuse physical activity throughout the school day. Promote after-school clubs such as performing arts and sports to increase physical activity and social participation. Pair the AOT Backpack Awareness Campaign, which we talked about in the beginning of this year, with a school walking program. Walk with the backpack. Work from a strengths-based perspective to increase positive growth and self-esteem. And in the community, encourage intensive community activities such as walking networks, cycling networks, public open spaces, and recreational facilities such as the YMCA or the JCC. Encourage participation in non-competitive sports teams to increase self-esteem, confidence, socialization, and friendships. But it's always important to keep in mind the healthy outlook and the healthy attitude. Healthy meals, healthy food choices, healthy physical lifestyle, healthy choices, and healthy ways to interact with the family members and the friends. And hopefully that will allow us to make sure that all kids and all people are at much healthier and better weights and lifestyles overall. Of course, more information, you could go to AOTA.org. And of course, you could listen to our episodes last year about Let's Talk Healthy Eating. Join us next time as we talk about recess in the schools here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.